It's crow time, folks, and I am the man they call Crow. And with me, as always, is my beautiful fiance. You know her as the woman called Wolf Eyes. Sorry, everybody, Wolf Eyes. Hey. Good job. I think we're both a little uh, sluggish. Um, we were hoping to be moved by this episode. Um, but as sometimes happens when you're planning a move, things don't go as planned, so we still have not gotten into the new place, we are still in the old place, um, it looks like Box Canyon, I, I, I would describe it as Box Canyon, kind of like the Grand Canyon, only instead of, like, uh, a clear area between rock formations, it's a clear area between box formations, um, but we're, we're mulling through it. Uh, it is 3.38 a.m., Monday, April 1st. Oh, it is April Fool's Day. Um, okay, um, a little bit of good news on this episode. Um, I found out recently there is going to be a Spice Girls biopic. It's going to be coming out later this year. Um, around Christmas time, I think, is the planned release. And um, I'm a huge Spice Girls fan. Um, I, you know, have lost Spice Girls memorabilia, CDs, the movie, all that kind of stuff. Even a Spice Girls documentary on DVD. And so I'm a huge Spice Girls fan. So, not not only um, am, am I excited about the movie coming out, but I'm because I like the Spice Girls. But I'm really excited about the movie coming out because uh, it it. It is my uh, first acting role ever, and I will be playing the role of Baby Spice. I I've already bleached my hair, started wearing pigtails, you know, to get into the role. Because I'm kind of a method actor, you know. I mean, this is my first acting role, but, but I, I always thought, you know, that if I did acting, I'd have to be a method actor. So, uh, I I've already, you know, bleached my hair blonde, you know, doing the pigtail thing, rocking the pigtails. Um... I bought a couple of cases of, of uh, lollipops, you know, because Baby Spice sucked the lollipops a lot. And, um, you know, so, um, you know, and, and wearing the platform, you know, high heel boots and shoes. wasn't much of a challenge I thought it was going to be. Uh, I actually picked it up, you know, that up a little, you know, a lot easier. So, so I'm very excited about that. I just wanted to give everybody the news. And, uh, you know, the movie is, you know, yet untitled, um, but, you know, I'm excited about it. You know, huge fan, so I'm excited to be, you know, playing uh, one of the Spice Girls in the movie. What weird-ass dream did you have? <laughs> April Fools! <laughs> well, I had to do some April Fools joke. I had to do some April Fools joke. Well, one thing, there was a movie coming out. I'd be very afraid. <laughs> uh, two, um, I've seen you eyeball your Spice Girls <laughs> dolls, and that scares me even more. Oh, oh, oh okay. For, and, and for the record, in case the people weren't listening really clearly there for a second or two, I just want to clarify that you did say you've seen me eyeball my Spice Girls dolls and not you've seen me ball my Spice Girls dolls. Just want to make sure everybody knew that 
the word I was preceded the word ball. Um, you know. But. No, because even the dolls would probably laugh. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, they do come to life afterwards. In Toy Story, you know, they come to life because. Did you see what he just did? I know. It's so funny. Wow, you apparently got no filter at all tonight. This is going to be an interesting show. Well, I'm not the one that went there. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, one of my favorite movies was on cable again today. Um, I, I've watched it, well, I watched as much of it as I could because we were getting ready to put some more stuff in storage, which, which that, the, the, this has been the most difficult move of my life for the simple reasons of, for, for, and simply because of the games. One, for those of you listening for the first time, my fiance and I began collecting games. Well, we had a few games, a few, a dozen or so. But then around holiday time 2016, I decided it'd be neat if we tried to get games that we got when we were kids and we were younger. And we did. Um, but then it evolved. And, it's, and, and it went from evolving into snowballing real quick. To where now we, I, I, I quit counting at 750 games, and that was a couple of years ago. So we probably easily now have close to 1,000, if not a few over 1,000. That's what has complicated this move. One, packing all of them. Because you've got games of all shapes and sizes, and trying to pack them to where something's not going to get damaged, you know, um, is one challenge. Plus, the place we're moving to is smaller than the one we're in now, and having to pick and choose and make the decisions on which games we put in storage and which ones we try to keep with us, that has been another nerve-wracking and, and heartbreaking process of this moving process this time, because like, oh man, I don't want to put that in storage, but we don't have room for that. Well, hopefully they won't be in storage for long. Hopefully this our place is... Sort of like an in-between yeah. to a permanent yeah. place. Uh, yeah, it's, so you know. It, hopefully you know. the permanent place will be able to be where we can have it all. Yeah, yeah, because we've also got, besides, and I'll get back to my original point in a minute, folks, but because in addition to, I'd say, around a thousand games, we have who knows how many puzzles, vintage and new, all kinds of toys, all kinds of vintage toys, and other and all kinds of books, vintage books, everything else. So, so we we we've got quite a few collections going. Um, you know, I, I've got a huge Sting, the wrestler uh, collection. Um, tons of Beanie Babies, tons of Thai Beanie Babies. Uh, yes, I'm a guy that collects Beanie Babies. So what? Um, I'm also Brony. Yeah, na 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 na. And then I've got like tons of minion stuff. Love the minions. Um, and uh, quite a collection of my little pony stuff. <laughs> so yeah, it's I, I yeah I collect like weird stuff for a guy, you know. Uh, most guys are like this is my new fishing pole, and I'm like oh cool it's a minion. Um, you know, you know a lot of guys have like. 
you know, weapons and sporting stuff and everything else. And nope, <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah, but but anyway, my original point. Um, watched part of one of my favorite movies of all time again today, Smoking the Bandit. I love that movie. I, I I've seen that movie who knows how many times. I, I I've seen it dozens of times. I I, I love the Smoking the Bandit movie. Um. And the uh, Smoking the Bandit 2, like that one, but they, they don't show them as much Smoking the Bandit. You'd think they'd show them one after the other. Uh, Smoking the Bandit 3, Burt Reynolds had a very small role in it. It's mostly Jerry Reed pretending to be the bandit in that one. And then a few years ago, like, I don't know, hell no, five or six years ago, maybe longer than that, they came out with these kind of prequels where Brian Bloom. Dude got his start in soap operas. Um, he played the bandit. It's kind of like a prequel to the Smoking the Bandit movies. <coughs> oh, man. Man, those... I, I, I didn't watch them. Uh, I, I had no interest in them at all, but I did see clips. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Those, those, uh, those, those things were... Pathetic. Um, so, see that I, I I don't understand why if something's a damn good thing you know leave it alone you know just leave it alone. I I I mean now the jazz singer which originally was uh, put out in the 30s with Al Jolson and then I think there was a remake done in the 50s with Danny Thomas and then of course the one in the 80s with Neil Diamond playing the, the title role. That, that's one of my favorite movies of all time, Jazz Singer. I'm a huge Neil Diamond fan. I love Neil Diamond's music. Um, when it comes to singing, uh, singing and songwriting, he, he has been one of my main musical influences. Um, and, and the jazz singer, the movie, the music, and it's just incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, you know, so so that of course I didn't see the Al Jolson version of the jazz singer, nor the Danny Thomas version of the jazz singer. So I don't know. I, I may have seen clips of them, but I don't. If I did, I don't remember it. So I, I, I don't know how that would have been, you know. But and I haven't seen the remake of The Star Is Born, Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. I've heard the music. I love the music. Bradley Cooper's a lot better singer than I thought. He, would have thought he would have been too. Um, but then I don't know if I've ever seen the original A Star Is Born. And speaking of remakes, Jumanji, uh, the new one with Dwayne Johnson, uh, is on the TV behind you. Um, and I, 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 I would say it's good. It's a good flick. A lot of funny moments in it, but I would say the Robin Williams, Jumanji, you know, still my favorite. Which we do have that game. Just packed it away tonight. Uh, the Jumanji game based on the original flick. Um, uh, you know, but I, 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 I love the Smokey the Bandit movies. Love the Smokey the Bandit movies. Uh, well, movie rather, and the second one, uh, Don DeLuise in it, playing a doctor who uh, takes care of an elephant in the movie. But um, yep, that's uh, you know. <laughs> I don't. Know. I go from talking about moving to uh, Smoking the Bandit. Uh, well, well, often, and, and I do quote Smoking the Bandit. The movie quite often because a lot of times we have something to do I'll be like well we've got a long way to go in a short time to get there which is you know from East, the title 
which is from the song He's Bound and Down, done by Jerry Reed. You know, we got a long way to go in a short time to get there. So, yep, the stuff I know. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, as everyone who listens to the show regularly knows, last week, Monday the 25th, a week ago today, was mine will buy's fourth anniversary. Uh, we've been a couple now officially for four years, planning on getting married as soon as possible. Um, and we, we were in uh, the Carmer area from the 24th to the 26th. And actually found some good things while thrifting again, which is surprising because I, I mean, it got really dry. It gotten like, you know, throwing a bucket down a dry well, hoping, hoping to get a drink of water. Um, and, uh, well, like that one day, we went to all seven stores in that area and only bought four things, spent exactly $3, and that was it. And then, but the following week, we went up there and only hit three stores and spent $12. <laughs> And, and we, we did pretty good the three days we were there. We, we got some unique stuff. I'll get to that in a little while. Um, uh, but first, a word from our sponsor. <laughs> uh, no, we, 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 we don't have a sponsor. Um, yeah, who, who's going to sponsor this? <laughs> hey, uh, contact marketing. See if, uh, see if they'd like to sponsor this really goofy podcast. Uh that uh, according to this has, uh, you know, about a hundred or so listeners. <laughs> yeah. You know. but, but the amazing thing is, though, since Anchor started their analytics feature, we found out that people in different parts of the world are listening to the show. Like in Turkey and the Netherlands and like, you know. Yeah, this proves a lot of people like crazy stuff. Yeah, I know. Hey, you know, I still think I can catch on. I still think I can be a global phenomenon. Um, and, 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 and keep in mind that scientists are almost continuously discovering new planets and new, you know, galaxies and everything else. So, you know, it's not like, you know, now I'm just going to be, you know, like a big hit on Earth and, you know, like eight other planets. Uh, no, 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 no. Now I could like, you know, who knows how many planets I'll end up being, you know, famous on. I mean, you know, like right now, there could be, you know, like, yes. I was about to say, uh, Anchor does have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, are you on Earth, Mars? Yeah, yeah. Anchor's got this question that they ask. Um, well, it's always a question. It's like if, if anybody's listening to you on different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it mentions planets. like other planets, like Earth. Mars, but it's like, 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 there's a couple of, like, there's a couple of, you know, like, space aliens somewhere be like, this guy is really funny. Yes, he cracks me up. He, he really tickles my glidbar bone. <laughs> yes, he is a real narky leaky tickler, as opposed to funny bone and rib tickler. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's surprising. I mean, I, I, I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and lie, but in the night I've got thousands and thousands of listeners because I, I you know, still to be honest, kind of struggling to find an audience for the show. But um, it, it is kind of cool to, to discover that, 
you know, people are listening to this thing like in different parts of the world. I mean, you and I just, you know, plug a microphone into an iPad, sit on a coffee table between us in our, you know, in our living room, and uh, people are listening different parts of the world. That's odd. But, um, okay, before we move any further and get to the stuff we bought, which we actually have some good stuff to talk about, um, uh, we are going to do our days segment. That's D-A-Y-S, which stands for Daily and Yearly Stuff. Yes, I figured out an acronym for days. Took me a while. Took me a while. Um, but uh, today, April 1st, is Fun Day. So, you know, let's have some fun. You know. Just another Manic Monday, you know. You know. If it were Sunday, that's my fun day. My I don't have to run day. Blah, blah, blah. We had to run today. <laughs> we had to put more stuff in storage. We, we, we have gotten so many boxes. We, we've had to get so many. That's another thing with all these games. We've had to get so many boxes from places. It, it, it's, it's a wonder we walk into a store and people aren't like, oh, man. It's those weird cardboard people. <laughs> They say they're moving, but I think really they just got like this weird cardboard thing going on. Yep, we just get the boxes and flatten them out, spit them on the floor, and roll around naked in them. Yeah. I actually tried that once. Got a horrible paper cut in a very bad place. Don't like to talk about it. I think I still have the scar. Here, let me lift my left leg. Yeah. I, here, 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 let me uh, lift my left leg. So, okay, do I still have the scar? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but anyway, uh, in addition to being fun day, it is Sardo bread day. I love Sardo bread. I used to buy Sardo bread all the time at Walmart. They'd have those loaves. They they were pre-sliced. I love Sardo bread. I love Sardo bread. We we, we gotta get some Sardo bread and make something on them. Uh, make something on it. April second is Children's Book Day. Yeah, now see, if we weren't in the middle of moving, I, I don't even know how I'd do this, though, because we probably literally have hundreds of these. But you, one of the things that you specifically connect is vintage children's books. Mm -hmm. You've got numerous, numerous little golden books, tell a tale, um, wonder books, uh, just all, all, all sorts of vintage children's books, a lot of which I have to say... Um, we got from the uh, store on eBay that is called A Few Favorite Things that is ran by Mr. S and his wife, world-renowned, legendary, no doubt going to be in the Roller Derby Hall of Fame someday, Punky Bruiser. Yeah. You know. Um, but it is also Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. Peanut Butter and Jelly. P B and J. Sounds like a soul group from the seventies if you say so you just say PBJ. And now a lot like Don Canarius on Soul Train. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here they are, P B and J. Like like, you know, Paul, Bobby, and Jack. Oh, 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 holy holy shit. Holy shit. I gotta do that. I gotta do that. I gotta find, I gotta put an ad. Now, now Carbondale, Carbondale, Illinois, where I was born and raised, um, home of SIU, Salukis, home of SIU College, and the teams are the Salukis. 
Um, but they, they have a they have a uh, entertainment newspaper there, free weekly paper called the Daily Egyptian, and you can place I think free ads in there for like musicians and stuff, and they're classified. I'm gonna put an ad in there for for male singers. Whose, whose first names start with either a P, a B, or a J. Three guys you can sing. You know. I, I, I'd rather find, like, more mature black guys, though. And, and, instead of, like, younger white guys. Because I'd like to put together something like I just said. Like a, you, you know, like a 1960s, 1970s style soul group. You know, like the Spinners and the OJs and... You know, there's like, like the old school soul groups, you know, because, man, black music was, oh, man, that, that was the best music back then. It, it was serious. I mean, Diana Ross and Chuck Berry and Ray Charles and and, and Little Richard, Smokey Robinson. I mean, I, I, I can't even think of, uh, I, you know, then the Commodores came along, the Lionel Richie. I mean, black music was just so awesome. I, I mean, it was like the best music. I mean, if you wanted to dance, if you wanted to make out with somebody you liked, that was a go-to, in my opinion. Um, so, so I gotta, I gotta put an ad in the paper for, like, three male singers whose names start with P, B, and J. Preferably mature black guys that can pull off this 60s, 70s soul music kind of sound. I, 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 I don't want, like, three pukey white guys who are gonna get there, like, you know, like a boy band. Pfft, really. Um... You know, but and 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 call them P, B, and J. This music is guaranteed to stick to the roof of your mouth. <laughs> okay, that sounds a bit wrong. Um, this music is guaranteed to satisfy your appetite. That's not too bad. No, oh, no, I have to work on a catchphrase. But I like that idea. P, B, and J. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, hey, folks. It's 3.59 in the morning. Um, what do you expect? Uh, <laughs> uh, plus, plus, I moved so many boxes the past week. Lord have mercy. Um... April 3rd is the day before April 4th, but the day after April 2nd. Funny how that works. Uh, wow, the day before 4th is the day after April. No. April 3rd is Chocolate Moose Day. Mmm. I like chocolate moose. Yeah. Not like somebody told me once years ago, because I've always been kind of vain and tried to take care of my hair and everything else, they were like, you know... And, like, hairspray wasn't really working that great. So they were like, well, you, you should try mousse. So I did. But I didn't know there's a hair product called mousse. So I go to the supermarket, and I get me some, like, chocolate mousse. And I put it in my hair. For, like, two days, my hair looked like shit, and my head had ants. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> moving right along. It is also Fish Fingers and Custard Day. Fish fingers and custard. Let's see why fish fingers and custard. Now, now personally, I, I didn't even know fish had fingers. I thought they just had fins. I, ne I never saw, like, 
you know, like I, 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 I would assume, <laughs> I, I, I would assume that like for a fish to have fingers, would have to have arms and hands, and I, I don't, you know, you know, I, I've just never seen anything but fins, so I don't know how fish can actually have fingers. Um. Okay. Going to daysoftheyear.com, the site where I get a lot of my information. Oh, but there we go. Now, what day did I say this is? April 3rd. Okay. Today is fun day. Okay, April 3rd. Fish Fingers and Custard Day. To celebrate the third anniversary of Matt Smith's famous fish finger... Fish? Fish? Fish Fingers and Custard scene. And, oh, okay. It came from Doctor Who. And it's second. To celebrate the second anniversary of Matt Smith's famous Fish Fingers and Custard scene in the Doctor Who episode 11th hour, the BBC have decided to coin April 3rd April 2012 as April as official Fish Fingers and Custard Day. Okay, well that's April 2012, so this would actually be uh, like the ninth anniversary of it now. They need to update that. So, uh, so it originated with Doctor Who. Okay, that's, that's good to know. Um, oh, you, you know, why, why did I do that? Because there's actually another day that I would need information on. So I might as well have left it there. Uh, what is that day? Okay, that's the 5th. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Come on. Yeah, th there's the picture. Lovely, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, okay. On the 4th, it is Tell a Lie Day. Tell a lie day. You tell me a lie every day. And what is that? You tell me I'm beautiful. You are beautiful. And I tell you one back. What is God, I'm afraid to ask. And what is that? I tell you you're sweet. <laughs> I almost sound like Popeye there. Um, well, you know, tell a lie day, you know, is a day uh, commonly celebrated every day by politicians and guys in bars trying to get laid. Um, it is also World Rat Day, which is the day to, for people to learn more about rats, and then they're not just the filthy, scary vermin that, uh, you know, people like me, that's <laughs> who they are. You've had pet rats. Yes. You've had pet rats. Yes, I had Aladdin, I had Radican. I I I just generally ran from rats. Well, I mean, typical out in the city rat, yeah. I mean, some of them could get huge, but pet rats, you know. Yeah, you know, people have uh, yeah, a lot of people have pet rats, pet mice. And they like anything else. Oh. They are. They. What did you just say? Okay, I, I, I said a lot of people have pet rats and pet mice. And I was going to say pet snakes and pet spiders and, and this kind of thing. But for some reason, I almost said pet skeletons. <laughs> That'd probably be the Adams family. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah real quick footnote. Um, speaking of skeletons, been watching a lot of Jeff Dunham on, um, on Netflix lately. And... The funniest puppet he has is Ahmed. <laughs> I, I, I like the way the Ahmed puppet will like get out of position and sometimes you'll even have a stagehand come out and that one that one special we watched, the stagehand ended up <laughs> taping this 
the skeleton's legs to the back to the platform. Hey, I think he has the most trouble with that one. Yeah, I, it's funny just because it, it, you know it's like the bones kind of together. Um, but 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 that one with, with the look of the puppet and the voice of the puppet and the jokes that he does with it had to be my favorite. Um, so that was my crown as a pet skeleton too. Uh, oh man, am I looking forward to April 5th, Deep Dish Pizza Day. Yum. You're gonna give me some Deep Dish Pizza. Ooh. I just like making that noise. Ooh. Yeah, okay. It is also Star Trek First Contact Day. Um... Okay, I'm going to make a joke. Uh, no Star Trek First Contact does not refer to male Star Trek fans who finally get a date. <laughs> and, and, and have their first contact ever with the opposite sex. <laughs> hey, Melvin. What, Howard? I just touched a girl. <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? I, I, I had this girl over to watch a Star Trek marathon and, and I, I tapped her on the shoulder to point out a scene I really like on an episode. <laughs> oh, dude, you're the man. <laughs> Excuse um. you. <laughs> Oh, I should talk. I didn't even get a date till I was 18, and I didn't even watch Star Trek. Babe, that wasn't date. <laughs> Are these what they commonly refer to as a pity? Beep. <laughs> Paying money for somebody to go out with. <laughs> it's not a date. Um. By the way, when I'm not going to pay. <laughs> Well, I, I was not counted as a date because I, I paid her after to say she loved me. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, this show's gone to hell in a handbasket, as I say. Anyway, uh, it, it has a quote here. Learn about Star Trek First Contact Day. Vulcan, live long and prosper. Dr. Zephram Cochrane, thanks. From Star Trek First Contact. Okay. Um... Do you consider yourself a real Trekkie? Did you spend your youth trying to Vulcan nerve pinch your problems away? Do you have a regulation Star Trek, Star Trek, Starfleet uniform in your closet and speak Klingon as a second language? Then get your uniform on and prepare to set away first contact. Star Trek first contact day set away by fans everywhere. And even if you don't know Zephyrum Cochrane from Zach Efron, you're welcome to join in. History Star Trek first contact day. This is one day in history, in the history of mankind, in the Star Trek universe that stands out above all others. Even though it's only celebrated as a relatively minor holiday, on that day in 2063, Zebram Cochran first took flight, took a flight, and speeds the next as a Warp 1 in the Phoenix, alerting the Vulcan race to their entrance into the interstellar community and initiating first contact. Some 300 years later, it was commemorated as First Contact Day, and the celebration went on from there. Subject First Contact Day commemorates that day in real life, and fans everywhere get together to celebrate the most pivotal moment in Star Trek human history. So... Yeah, the movie wasn't too bad. I, I, you know, I always liked a Star Trek uh, yeah. Next Generation. Yeah. Um, the movie wasn't too bad. Yeah. 
I my my favorite Star Trek movie is the one with um, with Will Smith where uh, an alien race attacks Earth, and Data, who uh, looks totally different, he has long hair in, in this Star Trek movie. He uh, he's trying to he's trying to uh, you know. Oh, you tried to assault? Help, help, help them learn about the alien race that came to attack Earth. You tried to assault the Star Trek. <laughs> no, actually, well, it is cool. I know, it's in yeah, the they, they, they had Brent Spiner, who played Data, very well. Actually, Data has to be my favorite character from Star Trek, the next generation. Yeah. Uh, love Data. Um, the redhead and uh, the dark-haired chicks were cute, but Data's my favorite character. He's just cool. Uh, but Brent Spiner. You mean Day, Day, Dana? I think the uh, one that can think it's. Yeah. Dana. Well. Well. I. 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 I don't. Deanna Troy. Deanna. And I don't remember the redhead character's name. Uh, she's a doctor. Yeah, the doctor on the show, but I don't remember her name. Uh, Deanna Troy was played by Marina Sirtis, but I never remember the poor redhead's name. Uh, look it up. Um, but Brent Spiner, who played Data on Star Trek: The Next Generation, played. A lab worker in, a, in Independence Day, and he's the one that the alien grabbed and is making using him to communicate. Um, so, so you know, so so in a way, it was a Star Trek alien race movie. Um, okay, oh, there we go. Okay, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, ah, Beverly Crusher. The redhead was Beverly yes. Crusher. Played by, uh, played by, it's not giving her real name. Oh, Gates McFadden. Her real name was Gates. That's cool. Well, her son was, uh, one that was played by Will. Yeah, Will Wheaton. He was played yeah. by Will Wheaton. Yeah, her son was played by Will Wheaton, who, uh, now hosts the, uh, tabletop game series on YouTube or whatever, which is, right, right, cool. We're gonna check it out, see if there's any new episodes. April 6th is Pillow Fight Day. Pillow Fight Day. Now, is it still a fight if you take the pillow, hit somebody, knock them down, hold it over them? Uh. <laughs> no, that's just more of a pillow assault. Uh, it is not Pillow Assault Day, it is Pillow Fight Day. Um, uh, I, I, I actually uh, am a huge fan of the uh, of the uh, WPFE World Pillow Fight Entertainment <laughs> World Pillow Fighting Entertainment WPFE Oh yeah, WrestleMania Sunday, April 7th Sunday, Sunday, Sunday Be there um, Main event this time The cool thing is it's a women's main event First time ever women have main event at WrestleMania Becky Lynch Charlotte Flair, who just this past week won the SmackDown Women's title from uh, Asuka and Ronda Rousey, who is WWE Raw Women's Champion. So now it's, you know, two world champions, Becky Lynch. Uh, Becky and Ronda were supposed to fight one-on-one -on -one back in, um, I think, TLC or whatever, back in October, whatever that pay-per-view was, and Becky got injured and couldn't, so it's going to be cool. Uh, and finally, wrapping up today's segment, April 7th is No Housework Day, a day commonly celebrated by uh, males showing his pigs every day. <laughs> well, you males showing his types, you know, they, they don't do housework. They think that's a woman's job, you know. You know, 
you know, the, you, you have the guy, kind of guys who just sit on their ass and, you know. Well, you got a lot oh, of women to do it too. They, 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 uh, they, you know, they, well, yeah, a lot of women sit on their ass. But, you know, stereotypically, throughout the ages, it's been men that sat on their ass, didn't do dishes, didn't do vacuuming, didn't do any kind of housework, laundry or anything, because that was stereotypically, as, you know, at least society thought, you know, at the time, the woman's job. So the men didn't do it. But, you know, things are changing. You know, I, I, I've always done housework. Hell, I, I, I remember back when I was, you know, 17 years old, you know, cleaning, you know, cleaning, you know, the, the apartment I lived in and uh, everything else. I mean, I, 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 hell, I, I've been doing housework and cooking and everything else since I was, you know, in my teens. So, you know, no big deal to me. But, you know, a lot of guys, yeah, that's women's work. Yeah, you know. Uh, but anyway, that wraps up the day segment. Now, to start talking about um, some stuff that we got on our anniversary trip. Um, some of the things well, I've already packed away, but um, and one of the notes I can't find. Oh, I bet that's it. I need longer arms. Oh, there we go. Now, don't you dare say, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I can read your mind. And, uh, let's just put it this way. I wouldn't let kids read your mind. <laughs> yep, I, 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 I know as soon as I said I need a longer arm, you were probably thinking that, you know, I, I needed, you know, longer other things. Um, like longer toes. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Because uh, it's really, okay, for whatever reason, I began collecting dominoes. i uh, got quite a few sets now, um, so, a lot of vintage ones. Um, oh, yeah, I, I thought we were going to be taking all of our uh, domino sets to the new place with us, but I actually used a wooden double six set and a wooden double nine set to put with some games to keep them from sliding. Um, and, and they're vintage. They're like, well, one of them is like, um, I think Halsam, H A L S A M, which is. We also have a vintage checker set, not not a board and everything, just the twelve checkers, Halsam. Uh, I think it's from the sixties, but. So so we acquired a bunch of domino sets, and when we were on our anniversary trip, I picked up this cool double six set. Uh, now, we, we have this one cool domino set that's a double six set. It's like in a red, like, you know, vinyl, like, you know, plastic case, whatever, uh, with a little see-through plastic window and it snaps. Case is red, and, and the dominoes are red. The dominoes are red plastic dominoes with white, kind of ivory-colored pips on them. Dots on them. It's pips on dice. Uh, dots on them. And, and, and I don't know what somebody done to that poor domino set, but it had like sticky residue all over practically every domino in the case and everything. Thank God it's only a double six set, not double nine or double twelve. That would have been a pain in the ass to clean. But uh, it took us forever to get all that sticky residue off the red set. But but it's just cool looking. You know, the case is red, the dominoes are red. But this, the, the set we got up there is a double six set, and the case is green like that. And it's made just like the red one, in the case of green, and the dominoes are ivory colored with black pips. I keep saying pips, dice pips. 
dots. But the cool thing is, these are like spinner dominoes. They, they have the little, they have the uh, little gold spot on uh, the side of the dots where you can spin them. So, and the real ones don't. Now we do have other spinner, well no, I don't think we have any of the spinner dominoes. The, the only thing, the th oh, the thing I'm thinking of is a triominal set. This is a spinner set. We, we have a triominal set. Um, but, now, and speaking of dominoes and spinner, we picked up this really cool 1997 um, domino game. It's called Spinner Dominoes. It's called Spinner Dominoes. Um, it's put out originally in 1983 by Dr. Somebody. Uh, I forget the guy's name, it was Dr. Somebody. And then, the, and then the game we got was the 1997 version of it. It's a double-12 set. I think it's a double-12 set. Uh, maybe it's a double-nine. But either way, um, it's, it, it's colored dots on them. And, and it has these... It's just being blank through whatever and one through whatever. It, it's got... The, the top row is actually like this spinner design. It, it's like a um, multi-point you know, round design, and uh, it, it plays differently than regular dominoes. Uh, we haven't had a chance to try any of these games out yet. Uh, we, we haven't even had a chance to try out the uh, Alice in Wonderland themed card games, to those two that we got a couple of weeks ago, because we've been so busy doing all the moving stuff. Um, so that's the latest addition to our dominoes games. Now we also picked up a 1967 Fully complete with the original pens. Of course, the ink is dried up. Uh, it has the four original ink pens. It even has the, the the original little stick pens that you stuck in the paper to make the designs. And it even has the original paper in it. Spirograph. I it, it, fifty cents at the Marion Illinois Goodwill. Um, and I, I, I that, that, that's remarkable. Now we also, once again, got to give a shout out to the store. A while back, we got a vintage Spirograph set. I forget what year that one is from. From the a, a few favorite things store on eBay. So this makes our second vintage Spirograph. Um, it's just way cool. Then we got this uh, this Scrabble Slam game. We actually have two Scrabble. Well, we own, we own many Scrabble games. Uh, once again, it's one of those games we own many different copies of 19, from the 1970s. We actually have one version that's an English version from 1955. I, I forget what company it's made by, but it's not made by Selchow and Ryder, the original makers of Scrabble. It's, uh, it's made by a different company, and it's from England. It's in the green box, and it's from 1955, and then we have, like, near, you know, like, 80s version and uh, Scrabble and all that, and upwards and up all, all sorts of different Scrabble games. Um, so we so we have we have two more versions of Scrabble Slam. We have like the regular Scrabble Slam card game. It's a card game, by the way. And then we have Scrabble Turbo Slam, which is an electronic, well, battery operated um, version of the game. But this is this is neat. It, it comes in like a um, plastic card holder. With when you play Scrabble Slam, you lay down four cards at a time, trying to spell words, and each time that you make a new word, you can only change one letter to make a new word. So, 
This has got the card holder where you actually place the four cards and it's got a cover, it's covered and everything else. It's really cool. Pick that up for buck fifty at a thrift store in Carbondale. Carbondale, Illinois, that is. And uh, then we, we also picked up a cool game called Split. Um, it's, it's a card game. It's like, like each, each card has like two halves of the card. Um, so we picked that up. It's not. It looks like it'd be vintage, but it's actually from 2000 or something. And then we picked up this cool children's trivia game, card game. Um, and we picked up a. Oh, picked this up as we were leaving the car where you're getting ready to come home on the 26th. Picked up a Pirates of the Caribbean DVD game. That is so freaking cool. The the ships are green metal. The play pieces are green metal ships. I, I mean, our metal ships is a yellow and a green. I think a black and a rust color, kind of an orange color. And uh, then we picked up a a dice game called Rollers. It was originally a nineteen dollar game at Target, but the box is kind of ding, so we got that for uh, three forty nine. It was half price, so uh, we got that for three forty nine. And uh, something else we picked up on our trip is a new game, a new Uno game called Uno Flip. Now, Uno is, once again, one of those games that Wolf Eyes and I have several, several copies of and several different versions of. Um, once again, a lot of vintage versions of the game. Uh, we have Uno Dice, Uno Dominoes, Uno Wild Tiles. We have a 1979 version of Uno that, once again, we got from a few favorite things store on eBay. Um, so, I, I mention that store so much on the show sometimes, it's like they're paid spots of the show. But, but we've got so many things with them that tie in with the things we've gotten, uh, the things we've got. And um, then we have a lot of newer Uno games. We have Uno Tech, Uno Madness. Uno Tippo. Uno Tippo is a really unique version of Uno. Um, you put this little tower up and the discard piles are actually suspended on this swaying tower and you put the card in the different little trays on each side and the one who puts the card in that makes the tray tip uh, is the one that gets a penalty during the game. Uno Madness is similar to the game Perfection. You push the board down, you have to connect the tiles to the center of the board, you know, the playing uh, area rather, and before it pops up. Uh, Uno Tech is really cool because it comes with this little machine that shoots out the cards. And you never know how many cards it's going to shoot out or when it's going to shoot them out. You just press the button and what happens, happens. So, so that's real cool. Then we also have a Super Mario Brothers Uno and Avengers Uno and uh, a lot of a lot of other Uno um, games. So so that's I'll, I'll put it this way: the box without Uno games and it weighs a ton. Um, so Uno Flip is a very cool looking game. It, it's it's double sided cards and there are certain cards in the deck that when you draw one you have to flip the deck over and play the opposite side of the cards. If you, if you're playing the the bright side and you get the card, then you flip it over, play on the dark, play with the darker side, and vice versa. It's it's a really cool looking game. Really, the, the dark side of the cards is really cool colors. I like the colors of the game. I love the aesthetics of it. 
I love games that are not only fun but aesthetically pleasing. And this this game is definitely aesthetically pleasing, and I'm sure it'll be fun. Another cool game we have is Uno Dubs. That plays way different from regular Uno. Uh, you yo Uno when you get down. No, you yo Dubs when you get down to your last two cards. Uh, that's fun. Uh, we also have Uno Lowdown. Haven't tried that one yet. Uh, no way. Okay, we also have Lowdown. It's put out by Uno and and uh, Skip Bow. Haven't tried those yet. But. So, so kind of excited. We picked up the Uno game, brand new at Target. Um, we we actually ordered it on Amazon way back on February fourth, and it's supposed to arrive between February eighteenth and March, March. Um, no, February twenty seventh and March eighteenth. Kept getting close to the arrival date, and I kept checking. It's like, okay, the, the tracking information doesn't even show this is being shipped yet. It's like it's making no progress. It's like it hit a certain point and then stopped making progress, and then. And the uh, shipping and everything. So, so I contacted Amazon, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it'll be there." And then I contacted them again. They're like, "Well, you know, we're out of stock. We had to back order." So when when I found it at Target in Marion, I just went ahead and bought it there, same price, five ninety nine. Uh, then I paid it for me by Amazon rather than I canceled the order on Amazon. So I, uh, you know, I'm glad I ended up getting the game because I really wanted it. Um, some other cool things we picked up on our anniversary trip was, uh, no, we actually got that the week before. Yeah, we got that on our, we went the, the week before. The Egyptian game? Yeah. We got that on, because uh, I talked about that on last week's show. And another thing I picked up was a little Thinkway Minion. It is Kevin. Um, it is from the Minions movie, that Despicable Me movies. And um, so now i got to get Bob and Stuart in the little Minion figures like that. Uh, you got a Zoomer's cat, which we're going to have to get the adapter to charge. It's a Spin Master toy. I, I, I almost hate to buy Spin Master products. Yeah. Uh, they, they make some great toys. They make some great games. But one thing they have openly said when we need to miss some pieces for game, uh, that they have openly said, and I quote, we don't support we we don't support the secondhand purchase of our games. Um, so you know, you find one at a yard sale, thrift store, flea market. Friend or family member even gives you one, I guess, hands one down to you. You're screwed. But even when you buy it new, they don't yeah, really want to help you. Yeah, yeah. Even when you buy something new, it's like they still don't have pieces for it. Or uh, we've had to deal with Spin Master on several different occasions. Um, and Mattel, Hasbro, you know, they're good about, you know, Pressman, uh, which is also Goliath, which also has Goliath games and Jack's games now, uh, as, as part of the Pressman family. Um, they're good about it. I, I mean, they're companies. I, I, I've been on the phone with with uh, a with some of those companies, and they knew that I bought a game secondhand, and they if they didn't have the part that I needed, the piece I needed, however you want to say it, they would they've actually gone online while I was on the phone to see if they could track down the parts somewhere else, like eBay or wherever, and tried to help me out. But Spin Master, but Spin Master was like, we don't support the secondhand purchase of our games. Um, customer service abysmal. I needed a part one time for a game, and I've told this story on the show before. Needed a part for a game. 
Uh, and by then we already knew that they wouldn't help you out if you told them you got the game secondhand. So just acted like, you know, we just needed a part. Um, didn't tell them if we bought it new or anything. Contacted them via email, told them I needed the part. Asked if it was available. They suggested calling. So I called. Spent over 10 minutes on hold. Nobody ever came on the line. So I just gave up. Emailed them. Told them about that. Sorry for the got an email. Sorry for the inconvenience. Please try calling us again. So I did. So, so for over two weeks, literally over two weeks, I went back and forth with them via email. Tried to call who knows how many times. Every single time set on hold. Ten minutes or more. With nobody coming on the line. So finally I just wrote them. I just sent them this email basically saying, look, I'm sick of this. I, I see you an email wanting to know if you had pieces for a game. You told me to call. I've tried to call several times. I just sit on hold for over 10 minutes at a time. No one ever comes on the line. I just need to know if you have the part I need, yes or no. So finally, after two weeks of God knows how many phone calls, I sat on hold for over 10 minutes for nothing. And these stupid emails going back and forth. And me telling them I tried to call and... You know, they're telling me to try, sorry for the inconvenience, but try to call again. Finally, they gave me a yes or no answer and said, no, they did not have the part. They could have said that the very first time. When I emailed them the very first time, wanting to know if they had the pieces that I needed, part, pieces, whatever that I needed, they could have said, no, we don't. But no, I get an email, please call. Send it home for nothing. Other, tell them that. Other email, please call. That that crap went on for over two weeks, only to finally get an email after I basically sent them an email saying, "Look, I'm tired of this. I'm not doing this." Then I get an email, "We don't have the part." It's like, well, damn it! You could have told me that two weeks ago, instead of having me go back and forth with God knows how many emails and sit on hold on over two minutes at a time on the phone, Lord knows how many times. Um, yep. They, they make some cool stuff. It just, man, the, you know. Well, like I bought, like I bought a Shopkins Uno game. There's missing instructions. Went to the website. They do have a lot of instructions on the website, but not to that, unfortunately. So I emailed customer service. Unfortunately, even though they manufactured the game, they didn't have instructions for it. But they did tell me what this one special rule meant. That was it. They didn't even have the. They didn't even have the instructions. To one of their own products. Luckily, I don't even know how they came across. The hell, they may have just went online and found something on YouTube or something to tell that. But luckily, whoever responded to me did tell me, you know, what the special rule was for the strawberry card. Um, great, great products, lousy customer service. Um, but uh, in addition to the Zoomers, and so I, I don't know if we found anything else or not. Can't think of anything else. Um, I cannot think of anything else. Oh, I, I did get you uh, for your anniversary, uh, for our anniversary, I got you um, a Simon's Cat book from eBay and a little charm, a little kitty cat charm. And for me, you got me this awesome dragon t-shirt and you got yourself a magic one. Um, you know, and uh, so yeah, you should talk about our anniversary gifts because they did a live show. When you bought me a Bob the Minion at Target, Talking Minion, and all that, and I bought you a, a kitty cat puppy. Um, but I, I, I think that's pretty much all the stuff we bought as far as games and 
toys. We, we, we bought a few other odds and ends, uh, but those are the those are the significant things that we got on our trip. Um, but believe it or not, we are basically out of time. Only a few minutes left to go. Hopefully by next week's show, uh, we will be in the new apartment. Um, one thing that unnerves us both is that uh, cable is furnished there. <laughs> Don't know how it's going to be. We may end up sitting outside McDonald's at 3 o'clock in the morning or someplace where they got free Wi-Fi. Because we damn sure can't do a uh, show from the uh, motel we stay in in Carbondale every time we go up there, when we stay up there. I mean, it's a great motel, the woman that takes care of the place, the housekeeper who also doubles as the office worker and everything else, she, she's great. She, she's the main draw of the place. But man, the internet's horrible. <laughs> do well to even be able to check email and stuff. Hopefully next week we'll be able to do a show. If for some reason, those of you who listen to the show ever uh, check for a show and uh, there's no new show, uh, it'll be because of internet issues. Uh, we, we've done a show in the midst of this moving process, and it's been sheer hell the whole time. Uh, we still try to knock out a show each week. So, for those of you listening, we appreciate it. We're glad you listen. Uh, bear with us if we don't get a new, do a new show. But if you ever look for a new show and there's not one, we will be back. Uh, you know, if we, even if we had to miss a week or two, the show will be back after that. So don't worry about it. All right, babe. Uh, all right, uh, that's it for the show. We've done it. We pulled it off in the midst of moving. Thank you. I know. And as always, before we go, because I think you've helped me with it, you did good as always. Thanks. Huh? Thanks. <laughs> You're not talking loud. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm needing to crash. I almost uh, Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's uh, 4.35 a.m. Monday, March. Monday, April 1st. Okay, and uh, as always, babe. Love you, sweets. I love you, my big marshmallow man. <laughs> marshmallow man? Like the state of marshmallow man? Some no, he lessons. was cuter. <laughs> and he was a sailor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, uh. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was the sailor man, like Popeye. You know that that's one quick thing I gotta say before we end the show. I, I I would have loved to have taken pictures of all the stuff that we've been putting away because there's a lot of stuff that we've got that I never posted pics of. Um, there's stuff that I got before I even started doing the show, and, and we have been covered so much. I mean, so much cool stuff, newer newer things, vintage vintage items, and everything else, and. Uh, Man, if, if we could ever post pics of all of it, wow. <laughs> yes, we will set Instagram aflame with all of our pics. All right, everybody, that is it. We almost we are almost out of time. Happy April Fool's Day, everybody. Um, and like I said, if you tune in, you know, if you're trying to tune into the show, there's not a new one. It'll be because of internet issues and or what have you. But the show will not go away. We'll be back. So uh, if it's not there for a week or two, you know, hopefully that won't be the case, but it will be back even if it is. All right, everybody, that is it. Thanks for listening. Hope you dug it. Hope you listen, hope you listen to the next show as well and dig it as well. Um, as always, I'm the man they call Crow. With me, as always, my fiance, I call Wolf Eyes. Help me with my show that I call It's Crow Time. To Crow Tigger. Ta-ta for now. <laughs>